The Colorado Buffaloes returning home to the Big 12 and conference realignment update and expansion update on the Big 12 College Experience. Part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gaming podcast network special edition emergency show because we got some breaking news today because the colorado buffaloes yep that's a man on a buffalo coming home to the big 12 where they belong uh if you're wondering who the hell you're talking to uh i am one of your co-hosts Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And I am joined tonight by also one of our co-hosts. He has spread his uh, seed among many Big 12 schools and soon to be another one in the mountains because he likes some Colorado Buffaloes. He is the Big 12 guru. Troy Chuning, what's up, man? We're definitely taking some road trips to uh, Colorado. Oh, it's coming up. (laughs) Yeah, the, the green is in the air. The Buffalo is in the air. Coach Prime is in the air. The Buffaloes are coming home. What a day. Yeah, no, finally Colorado. The Buffaloes coming home, uh, leaving the Pac-12 network officially. They will join the conference in 2024 for the football season. Um, obviously, the history in the Big 8, the Big 12. Uh, I'll turn it right back to you. What are your thoughts on Colorado, the fit, culture, uh, is Colorado back maybe potentially in a couple years? I think, well, I think they've got a chance to be back even this year. If you consider back, you know, doubling their over under or something like that, maybe five wins or six wins or something like that, that would be huge and definitely back uh huge back check Mark. But I mean, Colorado has got to be an awesome fit for the big 12. They've already gone through it before. And D, I mean, Dion's a fit anyway, just because he doesn't fit in. And I mean, the excitement has got to be, they're going to be back before Texas. They're going to be back before Texas. No, I, I, I'll co-sign you on that. And just to recap, uh, they left the big 12 in the year 2010. And quite frankly, I mean, not, not to shit on the PAC 12 and, and, and Colorado stint there. They were God awful during that. I mean, I'm looking at, I got their records pulled up from those years with John Embry, Mike McIntyre, Mel Tucker, who got the biggest contract at uh, Michigan State somehow. And uh, recently, Carl Durrell, before Coach Prime took over. We got a 3 and 10. We got a 1 and 11, 4 and 8, 2 and 10, 4 and 9. Sprinkling a 10 and 4 there. They lose in the Alamo Bowl. It's the only bowl appearance outside of the year 2020, which we could go down a whole different thing with the Pac 12. But also a five and seven, five and seven, five and seven, uh, four and eight, and last year a one and eleven, and that's why uh, Deion Sanders has a job in Boulder because this program has been a shit show, awful fit in the Pac-12. To be honest, never, never understood it. Just like I never really, 
I never really got Nebraska going to the Big Ten either. I just remember the glory days of Nebraska and Colorado playing on that Black Friday right after Thanksgiving. I mean, so many great memories in the uh, Big 12 and even before that, the Big Big 8. But, uh, yeah, no, good to have Colorado back. And we're going to see what happens next. I mean, Colorado's not the only one that's going to jump ship, especially with Texas and Oklahoma. Who are you keeping your eyes on, Troy, uh, for who could potentially be next? Well, right now the big media name is Oregon. They're trying to figure out, you know, there were pack or there were uh, Big Ten rumors, and now with Colorado, you know, jumping in front of them in the line, yeah, there's Big Twelve rumors. And if you're thinking about Oregon and the fit, like you're talking about, Colorado doesn't fit in the Pac-12. I don't, I don't think Oregon fits in the Big Ten very well. I don't know how you can recruit you know those super athletic elite nike athletes for phil knight and tell them it's gonna be 32 degrees on a whiteout night at uh what nittany lions or something like that they're not Uh, penn state they're not yeah they're not gonna be excited to go to beaver stadium and and try to get grounded and pounded on. I mean, they fit in they're just their football play style and way better in the big 12 and even the, the basketball team is They've got a pretty good program out there. And I mean, the Big 12 is tough, but that's what you want to do, right? You you compete with the best all year long. So then when you get to the tournament, you're not getting surprised in the first round like UVA. I, uh, I, I agree with you. I think from a culture standpoint, Oregon and Washington fit right in with the Big 12 in terms of fan base, college town, home atmosphere. Um, I also, I, I, I think, I, I think style of play too. With you mentioned with Oregon, they don't really fit in with the Big Ten. Um, they kind of like to spread it out, run the football, throw, throw uh, play action, play a more exciting brand of football. And you got to think Brett Brett Yormark, who's a pop culture guy. Phil Knight is a Nike guy. You got to think there's been a connection there. There's been rumors, or not even rumors. It's been confirmed. They had discussions last year. Yes, Oregon may want to eventually get to the Big Ten because of the Fox deal. But the reality is right now, there's no there's no deal for Oregon to jump to because Kevin Warren fucked that up. He, I mean, he completely botched that, uh, made promises that they were going to play in prime time without the president's approval. The Ohio States of the world, the Michigans of the world don't want to play in prime time because it's too cold, I guess. I don't know. That's why they're playing at Ford Field um, in, in Thanksgiving. So, the, the Big Ten is not in a position to add right now. Maybe down the road, Oregon and Washington do jump um, to to the to the Big Ten. But right now, the, the timing is not right. And shout out to the chat, by the way. Chad is alive and well. Chad, Richard, they're fired up for the Buffaloes to uh, come home to the Big 12, baby. I mean, I can't wait to preview that. You know, uh, on the other side of this uh, ad right here, we're going to dive into the Colorado Buffaloes schedule here. Because they opened in Fort Worth, so we got a we got a fucking Big Twelve opener with the Colorado Buffaloes. Dion going back to Dallas, going where the Cowboys played in his prime, Coach Prime. But before that, I got to get paid because we at the Sports Gaming Podcast Big Twelve Experience are brought to you by uh, Patreon Sports Gaming Podcast Patreon. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGPN Patreon. Tons of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons plus a monthly SGPN Stories podcast and an ad-free 
Uncensored show highlights the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's even a Discord channel for our Patreon. The Sports Gilby Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive and support our SGPN at the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That is the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And if you're wondering why I'm laughing in the middle of my ad read, I'm laughing at the chat because Chad's saying I haven't had so much excitement in Boulder since 420 of last year. So, yeah, uh, I'll let you take that one. Take that comment, Big 12 Guru. Seems like uh, every day is 420 out there. Uh, I can't imagine what 420 actually is like. <laughs> I've oh, only no, seen videos I... online. Uh, I don't even know if I could go handle all that. Yeah, no, the elevation has a different level in, uh, in Boulder, especially on 420. Um, I, I think it, first off, I just want to, I just want to throw the statistic out there because I don't think the, the, uh, mass media is going to cover this, the, the corporate gambling, uh, media since 1990 national championships, won, Colorado, won, Oklahoma, won, Colorado Buffaloes have as many national championships as the Texas Longhorns and Oklahoma Sooners. Not to take a final jab, but I think there is something said for Texas and Oklahoma on the way out and Colorado wanting or wanting and willing to jump right back into the Big 12. That was one of the biggest rumors, Texas A&M, Missouri, Nebraska, um, and obviously Colorado. They got tired, tired of just catering to Texas and Oklahoma over and over again. And we were talking pre-show. It feels more and more this conference is more unified than I could ever remember it. And, I, and, and I've only really, really been covering the Big 12 for the last 10 to 15 years. But would you agree with that as a, as a Oklahoma State fan, Troy? Yeah, and the last time that it was – I can remember teams rooting for, you know, maybe direct rivals, but rooting for Big 12 schools to win was the uh, – the Graham Harrell, Todd Reesing, Zach Robinson, and Sam Bradford all together, or uh, Colt McCoy, everybody yeah. just the whole, like everybody had a number one slot at one point in time in the year and everyone was getting knocked off. It seems like that's right around the corner for the big 12. And uh, I think the Colorado move is, it, it might push some schools like UConn, uh, into a bit of a oh no if they're only going to add three more schools before the next year we kind of want to get our name in there while we can it might cause a little bit of uh urgency from some of these other teams completely agree and 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 colorado's already off to a fast start in the 2024 class with multiple guys signed and on campus you knew coach prime i mean you can say that coach, we don't know if Coach Prime can coach at Coach Dion can coach at this level yet, but we do know he's going to be able to recruit. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now that he can get into Texas with all the Big 12 schools in Texas, TCU, Baylor, Houston, um, he's got ties in Florida as well from his Florida State days. He's a seminal. Now that you add UCF in Orlando, I think Colorado, man. I think they can flip this roster, get some depth in their program, and get to maybe the top half of this league in a in a year or two. I, it is going to take time. It's not going to flip overnight. I know there's excitement. They sold out their spring game, but it still is going to take time. Um, 
the what funny, are your thoughts on funny, go ahead i was gonna say the funny part about that spring game is you know there's probably been if you go look at any of the youtube metrics i bet you the spring game highlights since the announcement of colorado going to the bill the views have skyrocketed up and more than half of those players aren't even going to be on the fucking roster <laughs> oh i know yeah <laughs> no no yeah no doubt it it, it is going to be interesting what what are your thoughts on colorado coming into, into this year because we mentioned it we teased it they start at tcu so hello big 12 preview right off the bat big noon kickoff all of a sudden dion gets there they get two back-to-back uh fox noon kickoffs they got at tcu and then the old Big 12 rivalry that's a Pac-12 Big 10-ish game, I guess. But, uh, I mean, what do you think of these Buffaloes in in 2023? I mean, when we were talking about TCU's schedule, I thought that this would be at least competitive, I don't know, for a half, maybe three quarters or something like that. Yeah. And with, with the amount of athletes and the amount of, you know, just raw football players they have on the roster. Any of these games where they hang around is just going to, it's they're going to build camaraderie from it, whether it's a win or a loss, especially early on in the year. It would be pretty dangerous if they hung around with TCU right off the bat, just knowing that, you know, like I was saying earlier, four wins is crushing your over. Uh, five or six wins is, people are going to be mentioning Deion Sanders for coach of the year. If he wins six fucking <laughs> games, it's going to be crazy, but man, excitement is high. I mean, the big 12 getting Colorado back right when they get Dion, you couldn't, it was the storybook that we knew was going to happen. I mean, we've been talking about it even on before the show for months at this point. Weeks, yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe that it was, you know, a snap of the fingers kind of out of the blue, like, oh, man, this could be going down. And then, you know, 18 minutes, 20 minutes later, it was already, oh, yeah, they had the vote on the uh, conference call. Everything's good. Hey, in, uh, in chat in the chats, may asking a question. I, I think we should we should uh, potentially give out the over here because at TCU, they're going to lose that game. I think we all agree they're not going to win that. Can they get Nebraska in Boulder? Dion's I mean, opener. I think home. they can get that one, man. I think yeah, they can get that home. one with that with that atmosphere. I think they can get Colorado State, even though I think they're going to be improved in Norvell's second year. But that's a rivalry game. Then they go to Oregon, which could be a preview of uh, another Big Twelve game. I think they're going to lose that. I think they're going to get killed there. Yeah, they're not. I mean, Oregon's Oregon's a very very good football team this year. I don't think just talent is going to do much against that Oregon roster. Yeah, and then and then you got Caleb Williams, USC. It's probably a loss. I mean, they're not going to beat them, even though it's in Boulder, elevation. Place will be absolutely rocking. Oh man, I mean that that final Saturday in uh, September. That that's got to be a Saturday night ten fifteen game on ESPN. That place will be going absolutely bonkers. This is when they got to make some hay in their schedule because they got at Arizona State and then they go to Stanford. If they can get, if they start two and one in the non-con, if they can beat Nebraska and Colorado State, protect home field. If they can get one of these, that gets them to three going into the bye week. You think they can get that done at Arizona State or State? I mean, Sanford sucks. They don't even care. They're they're single-handedly the downfall of the Pac-12. That whole motto. The uh, I think 
if they are able to start two and one and non-con, then they're going to have a chance to maybe get both of these games. But I think yeah. at least one of the two is, I mean, you're not asking too much even thus far through the schedule and they're already at three. Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at it. I agree. And then, and then after that, they go, they go to UCLA, uh, that that's going to be a loss probably. Although UCLA is a wine and cheese crowd, but, but, but then it sets up two straight home games, Oregon state, Arizona. You got to think they're going to beat Arizona at home. Um, or they're going to have that one circled. You split that. And, and, and right there, you got four. I mean, you got four wins just like that going into the last two games and you're already hitting the over. So yeah, I, I'm, you know, at first I was kind of hesitant just because of the, the hype and surrounding of Colorado, with Dion, but now that I actually dive into the schedule, if you can get that Nebraska game, I think you can get the over easily. That's, yeah, that's they, the game on the schedule. If they beat Nebraska from that point on, it's just going to be the ultimate hype train for Colorado. If they're not you know, getting that super national, national hype, if they, they can beat Nebraska and, you know, people are going to be, Dion's going to be getting whatever he wants for free anywhere he goes. The uh, I, I meant leg. to say I meant to say <laughs> something earlier. The uh, I think their biggest win at home is that 07 Oklahoma game where they were down twenty four to seven and came back and won in the quarter twenty one to seven or something like that. But the uh, the crowd is going to be back. There's no doubt about that. The Colorado crowd oh, is gonna be definitely lit. going to play. It's literally going to be lit. Those guys are there's going to be plumes of smoke coming from the crowd. Oh no, dude! I I can't I can't wait. And that that that's they have a Big Twelve atmosphere, and that's why we have the Big Twelve experience because we have the best college atmospheres in the Big Twelve. Whether it's Manhattan, Ames, Morgantown, Lubbock, you fucking name it. I mean, this lake Orlando, Stillwater, still Orlando. I mean, you add Boulder in there now. Hopefully, we're adding a couple more in here. And this this league is as bright as ever. But uh, before we dive into the future, shout out to Chad. He's on the over with us too, Troy. Um, I got to get us paid one last time because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on some NFL player props and available in tons of markets, plus plenty of opportunities to win their MLB daily contest and of course make sure best ball mania where you can win one million dollars head over to underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpm for a 100 deposit up to 100 that's the underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn and we're back on the big 12 college experience talking colorado buffaloes coming home all right troy so colorado in we're on the over three and a half next year Colorado's in, Texas, Oklahoma out. That gets us what the thirteen teams with the two, uh, the four newcomers and the uh, the elite eight. Who will be next? What's the next shoe to drop? Put you on the spot here. I think I really still think that Arizona and Arizona State have been the ones that have been looking the most and have been the most interested even before this Colorado move. And, you know, there's got to be a little bit of urgency now. Like I said, Colorado skipping the line and just you know getting it over with, but. I still think that Arizona, Arizona State is somewhere that they want to be. I mean, it's a little further south, so they kind of fits right a little bit more into their travel schedule and whatnot. 
man, it's it's hard to pick against Oregon right now. All the hype. Everybody's pumped about Dion, and now Oregon's like, man, we we gotta have our name out there like fucking Dion does. Yeah. I think I think it's good. I think Arizona, I'm with you. I think it's always been the Wildcats. It goes back to the whole basketball brand. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I don't know if it's bold anymore, but I think Oregon and Washington are gonna make the jump. I think they're gonna realize that there's no market for the Big Ten and they're gonna jump whether it's temporary or, or long-term, and, and they're going to become a member of the Big 12 at least through 2030. Now, you could argue whether that's the best thing for the Big 12. I would argue yes, because your mark has continued to talk about having basketball and football be completely different so that when the TV negotiations come open again in 2030, he has even more leverage. Um, I don't know what, what that means for UConn. I, I don't know if this puts a pause on UConn, Gonzaga. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on UConn? And, and, I mean, Gonzaga seems like such a long shot. Well, if they, um, What about yeah. UConn? If they get either Oregon and Washington at the same time or anywhere close to one another, and the same thing goes for Arizona, Arizona State, or, you know, Those any combination. Those are just such bigger brands than UConn. I know yeah, UConn's great in basketball. With, if you're going to get Colorado plus two, then that leaves one individual spot open, which kind of plays into what UConn is looking for. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's You know they got to want UConn just for the basketball. You know that that's going to have – there's some classic basketball games throwing UConn in that conference. How bad does Utah look? Yeah, just sitting around twiddling their thumbs doesn't seem to be the right strategy. The, the old Mormons at BYU have the upper hand right now in the Holy War because Utah has been talking down. They don't want to become a member of the Big 12. Uh, they're better in the Pac-12. I, I, I think – let's talk a little Pac-12 actually real quick. I, I, I don't wish – because I like Washington State. I like Oregon State. But the way that that league handled, the, uh, handled their league in 2020 – they deserved to collapse, in my opinion. They tried to destroy college football that year. Um, and, and they just – Stanford and Cal, they just have not put any emphasis on their football program, their basketball program, everything. It's just not about winning anymore. And, and I mean, I saw a, a Stanford game against USC this year. Nobody was there. Nobody gives a shit anymore. So – I, I just think I think it's fitting that the Pac-12 is going to collapse. It was a delayed collapse from them trying to destroy college football when everybody's back was against the wall in 2020. So, me personally, I'm glad that they're folding. Fuck them. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Pac-12 potentially folding? Now, Utah might be a little bit intelligent here on the fall front if they if they stick around long enough and they just have to, you know, kind of merge with the Mountain West or something like that. Utah is going to be able to waltz into a 12-team playoff on a regular basis. So maybe that's what they're looking for. I don't know. But yeah, with some of these huge conferences between the SEC and, you know, whether it's the Big Ten or the Big 12 getting Oregon and Washington and whatnot, you're going to see what nine, ten of the bids are going to – nine of the bids are going to be from three conferences. Mm-hmm. It's – yeah, no, it's going to be rough yeah, for no, people that aren't willing to go out of their way and play tough games to throughout the year. And 
if your plan is to play in a league that's mostly Mountain West, you're getting left behind. Well, I, I think that's what it turns into. The Pac-12 merges with the Mountain West. Boy, the Boise's Fresnos go to the top of the line, and then they they join with the Washington States and uh, the Oregon States. I'll be interested to see what happens with like a Stanford and Cal because I I guess technically they have a bigger brand because of their history, but they they also just don't seem interested in in sports. I I, I know that sounds crazy, but just just. <laughs> Yeah, lame, lame. Wine and cheese crowd. That's that's a nice way of putting it. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's going to be interesting in uh, rivalry standpoint. So I, I, that's another thing I, I've been thinking about with with Colorado coming back home finally. Who could you see Colorado potentially pairing up with? Because we can't get the old balance of. Uh, everybody playing each other in basketball, the true round Robin, a natural champ or a true champion. Um, who do you think Colorado could become rivals with? I know they force uh, Utah in the PAC 12. They're not rivals with Utah. Who do you think Colorado uh, could re uh, get, get back to being rivals with in the big 12? I, th- I think play style wise, Kansas state is going to be one where those games are always going to be close. Just, getting back to the old school, you know, grounded and pounded and stuff like that. No team does that exclusively anymore, but Kansas state certainly does it a little bit more than a lot of the other big schools. But my, I mean, my favorite rivalry is going to be Colorado and Oklahoma state. I mean, it's, it's OAN versus CNN, baby Gundy versus (laughs) Dion black on white. We're (laughs) racing for Yeah, you got you got the holy war and you got the Gundy uh Gundy primetime war. I think that I'm with you, man. I think Colorado, Oklahoma State with Bedlam finally ending. Yeah, I thought about Iowa State, but Iowa State and K State still got their deal with Farmageddon. You got Kansas State and Kansas, you got the Sunflower. Oklahoma State's looking for somebody to just hate. Colorado seems a perfect uh perfect kind of opponent just to hate on and especially with contrasting styles to not only football but just life Dion gundy that could potentially be an epic rivalry down the road now the uh uh i would say out of the, all the big 12 schools that oklahoma is probably the most weed friendly to like, along with colorado so maybe there'll be something between the two like one of them has to smoke a blunt if they lose the game or if they win the game with a cigar as they pull out weed yeah, I, I think that's a good gentleman's wager. And I think this is a good time uh, for a special edition, because we do this once a week, of Troy's Take of the Week. Because who is subscribed to the Big 12 College Experience, Troy? <laughs> who do we have? Let's cue some fucking music up in this place. Because we got the Buffaloes coming home. I got to get Colby's soundboard because the Buffaloes are coming home. And who is subscribed to the Big 12 College Experience? None other than Coach Prime. There he is, baby. Ready to play some real teams. He's getting into a... He had to know that we were pretty close to this agreement, right? Taking that job. I mean, he was going to go somewhere pretty big, but knowing that you're getting into the Big 12, Texas, Oklahoma losing, you can slide right into that spot. And to know he gets all of his info for the show is just incredible. 
Oh, no, no doubt. I mean, that, that's how he, that's how he knew expansion was happening. And I mean, you see, you see it right there. Everybody watching on YouTube, the college <laughs> experience coach prime is holding up a college, uh, the big 12 college experience Jersey with coach prime. He subscribed. What are you waiting for? So yeah, no, uh, well, I'm happy, man. I, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Uh, I know Colby, uh, picked Dundee is a big time Colorado Buffalo fan from the Cordell Stewart, uh, days, Eric B enemy days. Um, do you think he has something to do with this? He went to mountain mountain West media days and figured out that there were teams probably already, you know, thinking about merging with the PAC 12 and he had us start the big 12 show just somewhat recently. Now Colorado is already moving in. Do we have like a, a secret agent? Is Colby really, is, is he more than what we think he is? Well, I mean, I've never seen him wear jeans in a in a, in a in a sports coat so i think we need to launch an investigation into this it was dion was not at, at, at uh pac 12 media days and picked on d was out in vegas who knows what was going on were some side deals going on so yeah no i think we need to launch an investigation on the college experience of what pick dundee was really getting into in the land down under last week yeah, he's gonna. We're gonna have a fourth co-host in the Big Twelve show now. Colby <laughs> just walks walks right into another show. I know. He, uh, yeah, his uh, 69th show on the or, or his yeah 69th or 420, whatever you want to call it, uh, of the college experience or USFL XFL. Go check out all Coach uh, or Coach Coach Prime's work. Coach Prime's coach of the Buffs, but Pick Dundee's work. Um, but yeah, man, we just had to come live to you to give you guys a little bit of an update on the mayhem in the Big 12. Big 12 ain't going anywhere, baby. This show ain't going anywhere, unlike the Pac-12. Um, what do we got the rest of the week? We got Cincinnati coming at you tomorrow. We Go check out our West Virginia Mountaineers. Go hit the over right now, four and a half. Give me a fucking break. They are they are not finishing dead last. I'll, I'll bet any anybody that wants to bet that they're going to finish in last, please DM me on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac because I'll take your money right now. And, uh, yeah, no, if uh, if they do finish in last, I will gladly buy you multiple rounds of beers because I'm going to need a coaching search. But, uh, Troy, before we get out of here, tell everybody where to find you. Uh, you find me on Twitter, just at Troy tuning, or, I mean, you can search the D sports Messiah, the, uh, the other moniker for my East Coast sports fandom. But, uh, I was going to say we should throw together a little, uh, West Virginia and Colorado over parlay. I mean, it's only three and a half and four and a half. That's, I, I like think that. those two well, are, what's, those that, two what's are... that playing at plus two seventy maybe. I would think something around. I mean, three and a half's yeah. got to be pretty low because of the number. But man, like that, that doesn't I, seem like yeah, that doesn't seem like too far fetched of an idea. I like that. So you heard it right there. Uh, the Big Twelve gurus uh, over over parlay. We'll call it. Uh, think of a nickname, and we'll we'll put it out on Twitter. We'll put a graphic together, but. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Rambling Rush will be back tomorrow for our Cincinnati preview. He had a, uh emergency, so we, we had to fill in to get everybody their Colorado Buffalo music with uh, – or not music, uh, their update with them coming back home to the Big 12 after their Big 8 days. Uh, I think that's it, man. You got anything before we get out of here? No, just probably as excited as some of the Colorado fans, even though – Never really had any interaction there yet, but 
I know that's going to change at this point. No doubt. And you know what? You make a good point. All you new Colorado Buffalo fans watching this show, go don't forget to subscribe, man. We're going to be here the whole time that you're here in the Big 12. We can't wait to have you. Uh, West Virginia fans, Kansas State fans, Iowa State fans, Texas Tech, you name it, Oklahoma State. It's a great league. You guys have been a part of it. What, shit, you won a national championship in this league, the Big 8, Big 12. And we can't wait to be there every step of the damn way. Welcome home, Colorado Buffaloes. And we will see you tomorrow. And don't forget to let it ride.